0: Alright, try, bring us in. We're not plugged in. Oh, ruined it. That's kind of fitting actually. Yeah. <laughs> we forgot to plug it in. What does this button
1: do? You know what that does? No. We got new buttons. Oh oh! Oh, I turned it on. Hey. hey Alright, well now we're on. There we go. <laughs>
0: We're no, still learning.
1: Really. This is still Gabby's Playhouse. Pod Mama didn't uh, tell us that she put in a new cool button on the wall. Yeah, we're still figuring out our how to use it. The studio just keeps getting better.
0: We're still figuring out how to use this thing. It's like a new car. Yeah. You're like three months into it and you, you use the windshield wipers and you're like, wait, they do that too? My uncle, his car, cracks me up. He has His seats have massagers in them. And uh-huh. my mom was driving his car back to our house for like Thanksgiving or something. And she accidentally hit the, she was like looking for the windshield wipers. She's like, Steven, I can get the massagers working, but I can't get the <laughs> rain off the windshield. That's basically what the studio is turning yeah, into. exactly.
1: <laughs> we'll take it. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, we're, uh, we're without Saf, again, for our final FanQ episode of the year. <sighs> she's on the Bumper. injury list. Yeah, yeah she's she on She texted IR. us about half an hour before we were supposed to go on. Has a migraine. So Surprised it's not good. me. Yeah, no kidding.
1: My neck's been jacked.
0: Yep. And then you just had a quick jaunt to Vegas. Yeah, I did. Had to suffer through the Vikings. <laughs> Good
1: that effort. That was the most painful <laughs> win I've ever experienced. Even in Vegas, that had to be. Luckily, difficult. I didn't buy tickets. I went. I got tickets to the Lakers game the night before. So I was like, ah, I can't. I'm not buying the two yeah. of those. And so we just went to the sports book. And thank God, because. I was not trying to watch that whole game no. and know that I paid a lot of money to go. What sports book did you go to? Uh, it was off the strip, okay. so it was like Green Gate. I don't, no, okay. I, don't,
0: I, I don't. know. I so it wasn't the Mirage version. The Mirage is.
1: No. Yeah, we went night before we were on the strip. So for the game, we were closer to my brother's house.
0: Gotcha. How? Uh, how was the Lakers game? The in season. Really was sick, actually. It was sweet.
1: Well, first of all, um, T-Mobile Arena is smaller. And I've only watched games in, like, crypto. Okay. So it's smaller and it's built, like, upwards and it doesn't go out as much. Okay. So, like, nosebleeds are pretty decent, actually. Yeah. Nosebleeds at crypto, like, nah, I'm not, yeah. it's not worth it. Because you're just watching it on on TV anyway. But <clears throat> we skipped the first quarter, hung out in the casino until the second quarter. Sweet. And then went in and bought tickets, got, like thousand dollar ticket it was thousand bucks before the game right. for 300 bucks oh there you go watch the whole second half Perfect. which is all i want to sit in the stands for <laughs> anyway right. and it was like i don't know we we're like 25 rows up yeah. like right there center court lbj and uh davis were just smashing it's cool no kidding it's cool to be the in- inaugural in-season tournament. who knows what it turns into yeah. but like it's a little history probably, you could tell they cared too like decent? They, they were playing p- playoff like energy. Yeah. Crowd was good. I mean, yeah, it was pretty packed. Nice. Yeah.
0: It's interesting to see when sports just kind of experiment. With I mean, stuff
1: like that. isn't it amazing that the NF- the NBA is such a amazing business that they can just do that?
0: They just invented a tournament.
1: Let's make our players play harder <laughs> in the beginning of season. I don't
0: know it stands for not before April. It's going to be right. here in December. Exactly.
1: <laughs> and it worked. It worked. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, we uh, we're not going to try to keep uh, this too long because you're leaving for uh, why, tomorrow. Thank we're going to try you. to cap this one at about an hour, and I can't even. I I, I can't think you could guess where the brunt of the questions from. Our I don't know this be. time. Usually I can guess. Yeah, it's been a pretty boring off season here <laughs> in beach volleyball. Right. So most of our questions. From the listeners, thank you as always uh, to everyone. Yeah, I appreciate submitting it. submitting questions. Uh, we're routinely in the hundreds of questions asked, which is super fun. Uh, many of them about a very similar topic. Uh, I'll just run through a couple. Carlos Jimenez, what is going on with the AVP tour next season? Adam Breinholt, additional info on new AVP format, new partnerships, pre-Lima, what do you guys think will be the positives and negatives of the AVP format? So can you just give everyone a quick primer on what's up with the avp what the player because at this point i think what the players know what the fans know is right the same.
1: yeah so it seems like um the new ownership didn't come in real hot and just like announce everything and like let everyone know who they are and what they're up to and blah 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 um they kind of came in quiet um respectfully before they announced the you know what they announced to you guys. They had meetings with the players and let us ask some questions. Um but for the most part, all we got out of these meetings was what they announced. Um, you know, with a few question, more questions here and there. Um the only thing I can say that is like you it's it's promising I guess is that I'm hearing from people that I trust who are more on the inside that they're happy about this group of people that came in and they believe that they know what they're doing, which hasn't always been the case, right? We we don't know. Like, what's this person's background when they come in? What's Bally's intentions when they came in? And Bally's is still on board, I believe, as a minority owner, um, which can't be a bad thing, I'm assuming. But, you know, these new people, I'm assuming, not assuming, but I kind of get the, the idea that they have new connections and they're coming in. They've... Have some experience in this world. I don't know exactly what, but it sounds promising. um If you're me, who's been around long enough and heard and got excited <laughs> and then not, <laughs> yeah. I believe it when I see it, kind of guy. I respect what they're doing. I'm, ex- I am excited, and but I'm not banking on it. I'm like, mm-hmm. well, we're moving ahead with our podcast. We're gonna do us, and if the tour works out, and if we can work with them, and grow together then amazing obviously it's the best platform for us americans to play on like it's our pride and joy is is competing on the avp um but i'm not getting my hopes up and that's not anything against the new ownership i just i I don't know enough i've been through it enough (laughs) and you know i'm gonna do my thing and then if it works out then um then we go
0: yeah so what at the moment what the format looks like is a reduced number of traditional-looking tournaments that they have renamed into the Heritage Series. Yeah,
1: instead of the Gold Series, which Gold Series was one thing Gold that kind of
0: like a decent ring to it.
1: Heritage, I guess, I guess. it's more like these are like the legendary events. Like I would say, Chicago and Manhattan fit the the mold, yeah. right? Like those are our Heritage events. Yeah, and then they're basically trying to make Huntington and Miami. Ah. Miami, yeah. I, I think, think it's. Miami. I think it's Miami. Yeah. the other two heritage events which would be sweet like two cali events definitely gotta have that at least um and then yeah the the league part
0: yeah and then there's the league and as far as the name change, like it reminded me my first reaction to it was happy gilmore Mm. like gold jacket green jacket like gold series heritage series right it doesn't matter yeah it's just a name um and then but so a reduced number of traditional tournaments we don't know what that's going to look like is there a qualifier? what's the size of the draw what does the prize money look like we don't know yeah it sounded so, like it, it
1: sounded like it would be like four gold series which is you know if you're gonna have four events like they yeah we hope that they're at least the gold series size in terms of prize money and, and for
0: the top players that's a good thing because you guys have to miss so many tournaments playing olympic yeah. qualifiers anyway and so when you come home you want it to be a bigger event so they're i mean for the top players oh for sure it's A better thing of a reduced number of events and making them bigger if you don't have to miss them.
1: Yeah, well, so we did ask that question because we're like four events. Like, what if we have to miss two? Then we don't qualify for the whole league series. And they said they're gonna because of that they're gonna let us. uh, It's gonna be be your best three out of the four, four. so that like in case the top team has to miss one.
0: um, But points are accumulated as a team. Yes. Okay. Which I like. I believe. I mean, maybe not. Yeah.
1: Um, what I like about so like you're going to play in these four events and whoever the top eight teams are at the end of this event gets to play in this league series next which we'll explain but what I, why I like that is that there's a build up after each event as fans as players we're all looking where's the leaderboard if, right. if the season if the heritage series ended today where would uh, the draft picks end up right because there's yeah. a draft pick for this league and you know, if you're the one seed, you're going to get the eight seed girls team, right? I think that's how it works.
0: That I don't know. I don't know much about how the league works. I just know that there's... And I think... Or, the- or sorry,
1: the first pick. Okay. If you have the first pick on the men's side, you have the eighth pick on the women's side, I believe. It's like that. Okay. So like, I don't know. It's just something to follow. Like, oh, yeah. like they're sliding up, they're sliding down. Which if you like a team and you want them to win the league series... You almost want them to slide down in the heritage rankings to get a higher draft pick, because like if you if you if a decent team men's team gets a one of the top three women, they're gonna win. Yeah, like it this year. Like if I I'm probably the four seed right now, right? Be pretty good versus me winning the heritage series and getting eight, which is like a lot harder. Yeah, you gotta explain the league series for that to make sense. I actually
0: really I don't know much about it, the league series and how exactly it's gonna work. I don't know who because they're not avp is not selling off franchises or at least not yet yeah not the, yet. there's eight cities palm beach miami miami
1: austin dallas Los
0: angeles austin dallas san diego brooklyn new york i think yeah sounds, is that right? does miami have? Uh, i
1: think yeah manhattan new york and brooklyn or bronx i think brooklyn okay i don't know it's all um, the same so to
0: me. the 18th, i don't know how the draft is going to work because they're not selling off franchises as of yet. Yeah, like, like I, I think I
1: it sounded know, like they don't then. know. Like, do they have time to get eight owners in these cities? and right. Blah blah blah. You know, like the first year, maybe it'll. They're, they're trying to figure it out. Maybe yeah. it'll, they'll have to just assign you to these cities or have a draft, and then you know, in future years, they have a proof of product now that they can sell to ownership groups or yeah. whatever you want.
0: And I think it's, I think it's sort of a a shoot first, aim later type deal maybe
1: which could work if these guys know what they're doing
0: yeah which i like that's pretty much how i've run my life so i kind of admire like yeah totally like podcast sure figure it out as we we, uh, aim as we go but i so i think a lot of the details they're being vague about it because i'm not sure if they entirely know exactly right all the finer details so i think and until and i'd much rather have them figure stuff out and then tell us what's going to happen then tell us what's going to happen and then take it retract back. and amend and do Well also like
1: I'm pretty sure they understand that if you announce it to the players it's going it, to be out to the public out. like yeah. it's a public. very very small community yeah.
0: which I mean they figured that out earlier than every other professional organization that's come in and, t- and tried to take right. it over <laughs>
1: You didn't have a meeting right <laughs> You heard a lot Yeah
0: well actually um I had a oh, call Oh no you ended with, up I had a call having the one COO That's right and I really respected Bobby, who listens to us while mowing his lawn or Bobby, shelving his snow. So Bobby, appreciate glad you. to have you. And we, I really appreciated his openness yeah, and his candor and just his willingness to just have a really good introductory mm-hmm. conversation. Like, hey, this is our plan. This is what we might think will work. This is what we like m- might fail. Maybe everything will fail, and we'll adjust from there. Right. And it was the first open and candid call I've ever had with anyone from the AVP. It's so true. Ballets, it feels good. Ballys was just like this sort of mysterious force. It was like the Wizard of Oz. it was right. Somehow behind the curtain, we had right. no idea who they were. Before that, like Donald was always present, but we never. I never well, had to none of them wanted how, to yeah. come on Potter. And so I like Bobby. I like the new guy. I don't know if it's going to work. And i like you, I've been through the ups and downs. Yeah. a bit too many times for me to be like tapping into the hopium yeah, like, yeah. Oh, this is the answer. Yeah. So like. Lee Feinswog, the editor of Volleyball Mag, mm-hmm. he has this saying, you know, what's good for volleyball is good for Lee.
1: Right. And right, so right.
0: I hope it goes well. Uh-huh. I hope it goes great because what's good for volleyball is good for all of us involved.
1: It's, it's
0: 100%. Um, am I going to hitch the wagons to it? No. Yeah. I'm going to wait and see and hope and wait right. for him. Exactly. And we'll
1: see. <laughs> we'll keep doing our part and then uh, see what happens. Yeah. But we're not getting BS vibes, which is nice.
0: Yeah. That's refreshing. Yeah um and then so for the the prelim what do you think will be the positives of the avp format is that it's something different and new because riley we had the uh the friday night episode. <laughs> we gotta may, figure out may, if may we may can release that aired. one we don't even know if we're gonna air we're gonna see what we can let's just somewhere. say
1: it was one of a, a kind night. It was eventful.
0: <laughs> it was eventful <laughs> but riley said you know what If you do what you've always done, you're going to get what you've always got. Yeah. And I love that. And right now, what the AVP is doing and has been doing since 2012 has been losing money to the tunes of tens of millions of dollars. And so if you come in and you keep doing exactly what's always been done, you're going to keep losing the tens of millions of dollars. And a lot of people think, well, we just need, you know, Shohei Otani, $700 million contract. He could just take over the AVP. But people get rich
1: because they don't like losing money. Because they don't like losing money.
0: (laughs) And they're not gonna keep pouring money into a losing endeavor if there's no hope of a return. And the way that winners they, like winning. Yeah, they do and they win. That's how they got rich. <laughs> <laughs> That's Warren Buffett's like first rule is the first rule of making money is you don't lose money. There you go. And so if you get one rich guy and he's losing ten million dollars a year for three years, he's probably gonna bail. Yeah. And we've seen that a couple of times. And so it's a different model and a different attempt. And maybe it'll fail because if you look at sports and the history of sports businesses, it is just a litany of failure after failure after failure and what's left after those thousands of failures are the monsters mm-hmm. that have made it yeah and only a handful have made it yeah i mean you look even today like the WNBA is getting decent tv viewership still losing money
1: with a massive backing of the massive backing the building of or the, the business of right. the nba and so, right
0: and they're but relatively speaking to the thousands of other monstrous failures in sports a huge success. Right. The XFL just lost $63 million.
1: Yeah, I, so they I had, never thought that was going right, to work. So
0: they had to merge with USFL. I love football I don't, I don't and I have no interest. <laughs> I don't think Spring football has been one failure after another. Right. But you just look at, it's only the monsters that are left. Yeah, And so maybe it'll fail, but it'll just be joined in the thousands of other failures and at least someone tried and tried something different. So I admire the creativity Yeah, and then branching out and trying something new and we'll see what happens.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so. i i think the the format too it gives i think it'll be more exciting like for you guys the fan base it'll be more exciting because just those first four events are leading up like some you're winning something or you're getting somewhere you know you're like we want to know where it's gonna uh, play out at the end of these four events and then you get into the league series like now someone gets to win the league series you know so yeah. it's like we're building up to something each time play it means something towards something else versus before it's like each tournament's its own thing at the end that's it well yeah. who wins no one wins <laughs> just it's over yeah so so we get we're getting a bit of that like you, you can be the avp champion i believe if you win the league series
0: yeah and there's a couple things that i think would will probably inevitably be changed because i don't think one men's team one women's team i don't think that's going to be enough to really also they're on draw the same team, eyes. and that's going to be something like if you get uh, a men's team who goes out and parties till team. four in the morning,
1: <laughs> and then
0: they lose, and their women's team goes to bed
1: at nine watching film. You
0: better have You're a vlogger get... over there filming
1: their next interaction. <laughs> that's, <goes> on there. <laughs> but, yeah, that's
0: true. And then I would. Um, this year's an exception because there's Olympic qualifying in the spring, but I think that. To try to compete in sports in the same window as NFL, MLB playoffs, NBA, indoor volleyball. And now we're trying to be... And I don't know where the television distribution is, but people's sports attention spans are drawn elsewhere in the fall. It's the busiest, most epic time of year to watch TV. And I think that I would... I'm hoping that they shoot for a spring or early summer season for the league format because then you're competing with nothing. Spring and early summer yeah vacant
1: well it's got to be a post olympics yeah plus like manhattan chicago or set it's not like these events they can just pick you know you know i mean the league oh the league series after yeah that. the yeah, league yeah. series gotcha, gotcha like
0: if you shuffle that to be in the spring and early summer where there's little to nothing to compete against as mm. far as sports viewership huh. but competing against the nfl is just impossible yeah
1: <laughs> so we don't have as much, we don't have too much information but hopefully that's paints a little bit of a picture of our perspective at the moment
0: yeah so sorry if we can't get into as much detail as you want with the new avp stuff but it's what we got and this winter and spring should be pretty interesting as the rollout yeah happens
1: hey we got it looks like we got a tour which you always got to be grateful for right <laughs>
0: there will be something to play yes uh so we're going to switch we're going to go to kind of the olympic international side of things It is time for the Waiakea Water Break. That is right. This podcast has been brought to you by Waiakea all year long. They are. The cleanest water you could ever have. It's not just water. It's Hawaiian volcanic water. That's right. And those bottles you see all over AVP tournaments, all around the beach volleyball world, they're made of ocean plastic, which is 100% post-consumer recycled ocean-bound plastic. Each bottle helps to remove the equivalent of five bottles from ocean-bound beaches, waterways, and cities. So when you're drinking a water bottle, you don't have to feel bad about it. All right. And that's right. Waikea is also committed to giving back. It's local to those in Hawaii through the Kikua Initiative for monthly drives to support the local food bank and nonprofits to direct support of individuals and organizations. In the continental U.S., via partnerships with its ambassadors such as Clay Thompson, ever heard of him, and the Thompson Family Foundation, Aaron Judge, and the All Rise Foundation, and Miles Garrett, and the Waterboys, and more. They're doing all kinds of good things, and we would love to just continue this great relationship we have with YK. They're awesome, and if you want to get the best water in the world, use promo code online at yakaia.com. That'll get you 20% off your order. Again, that is Sandcast at YAK.com to get 20% off off your order. We are just so fired up to continue being sponsored by Waikea Hawaiian Volcanic Water. We love our Hawaiian Volcanic Water breaks. All right, so enjoy some Waikea. Get hydrated today. The seasons have changed, y'all. Our summer 2023 season has come to an end, which means, guess what? Those tattered beat volleyballs you've been using this entire summer they need replacing. I know mine do. I just put in an order of 15 new Wilsons. The optics balls, the best balls in the world, hands down, no question. The NCAA uses Wilson for a reason. The AVP uses Wilson for a reason. Everyone uses Wilson for a reason. They make the best balls in the world. And I know it's time to reload. It is tinkering time. This is the time to get better in the offseason. So you come through 2024 fresh, fresh. And with a brand new skill set to get your double A, get your triple A, win your first AVP, get in your first main draw, whatever your goals may be, get some new Wilson Volleyballs to help get you there. And use our discount code SANDCAST-20 to get you 20% off. That's right, 20% off using the discount code SANDCAST-20. So go to wilson.com, get some new Volleyballs, and get better. This podcast is, of course... Brought to you by AG1. Now, if you are a longtime listener of Sandcast, you know that Try and I have been drinking AG1 for years. For me, it's been about five years. For Try, it's been about three since we started our partnership with AG1. Now, when I started drinking, AG1 daily. It made the biggest difference. We were on the road. We were in Bulgaria. We were in Russia. We were all over Europe. We didn't know how to get all of our veggies in. So we just went with AG1 supplementing where we could. And I could feel a huge difference. We never got sick despite all the travel. I hit 88,000 miles one year. Never got sick. I was more relaxed because I knew that I was getting the foundational nutritional supplement I needed, and that's exactly what AG1 is. It is a foundational nutritional supplement that supports your body's universal needs like gut optimization, stress management, immune support, you name it. Now, since 2010, AG1 has led the future of foundational nutrition, continuously refining their formula to create a smarter, better way to elevate your baseline health. Now, not only did I replace my multivitamin, I used to take all those cheap little gummies you can get at the grocery store or CVS or wherever. Now, I replace it with the AG1, and I love that every scoop also includes prebiotics, probiotics, and digestive enzymes for gut support, magnesium, and B vitamins for energy, also good for sleep. And it all balances my body's stress levels. Vitamin C keeps me healthy. Zinc keeps me healthy. It's just, it's the greatest thing. And I recommend it all the time because it has a team of doctors, scientists, it's tested for 950 contaminants, it's NSF certified for sport, so we don't have to worry about USADA or WADA or whoever's testing us to make sure that we're eligible. All right, so AG1 is a supplement I trust and try and savvy to promote, to provide rather, the support my body needs daily and that's why they've been a partner for so long. So if you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1, I promise. Try AG1 and get a free, that's right, free, one-year supply of vitamin D3, K2, and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. So go to drinkag1.com sandcast. That's drinkag1.com sandcast. You don't spell out one, by the way. It's the numeral. So check it out. Get your greens today. Um, epic Joy Volleyball. Love, epic joy. Uh, Paris 2024 predictions. And I'm assuming that that means who are going to be your medalists for the men and who are going to be your medalists for the women. Mm. Who would you say? Will we go with your. Uh, you want to do your men's podium or your women's podium first?
1: Let's go with men's. Who's your men's podium? I feel like Sweden will be on there. They just. Uh, it's like that next thing they need to take off. Mm-hmm. Um I just don't want to say Norway. <laughs> <laughs> it's too boring. Um Gosh, it, that top tier like the teams that were at the world's were final like anyone could crack that, you know, like uh Eller's, Vickler, Wosiac. Wosiac easily could be on there. Yeah. I kind of feel like Wosiac might sneaking it cuz cause cuz cause he's He's played at a high level for a very long time. He's won enough tournaments to mm-hmm. to win one of those. So I see him on there as well. I guess I guess it would be like a Norway, Sweden, and Poland kind of thing. Yeah. No Czech boys. Czech. I'm not giving it to him because they okay. won world champs. <laughs> because now Is that the curse? Eh, it's just like you know, there's 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 more pressure on it. Yeah. And also like they're already world champions I, I know in their minds they're going to go for it all, yeah. all in but I don't know if the energy will be behind them mm-hmm. I don't know making things up But
0: I'm going I'd go Sweden gold I predicted them to win world champs and miss by a 15-13 third setter so I'm, I'm doubling down on Sweden yeah to win gold I just want to see a Sweden-Norway final yeah because every time that they had three finals this year and all of them were pretty awesome yeah and then I, I, I got to give it to the Czechs. And it's funny because no one gives the Czechs love. So before World yeah. Champs, I put up a poll on Instagram and said, who do you predict will win? And the Czechs They, they came percent. to my mind. Oh, 3%? <laughs> 3% of people voted for They it.
1: definitely came to mind. I was just like, oh, there's that. like, They already got the World Champs. Yeah. So I was like, I'm not putting them.
0: And I just put up a poll on our YouTube channel. And I said, now that the 2023 season's over, who would you least want to face? This season. Hmm. Sweden was like fifty six percent. Norway was something like forty ish percent. And the these poor Czech guys get no love. <laughs> like four or five percent again. Like damn. Hey,
1: keep a chip on your <laughs> shoulders, guys. <laughs> yeah. Stay the underdog. Hey, honestly, that could that, that can work in your favor, stay in the underdog.
0: Yeah. So there's our men's podiums. Women?
1: Ooh. I is it time we get two U.S. teams on the podium? It'd be pretty sick. Two U.S. and, a, and a Brazil? London. Yeah. We had an All-American final beat. Epic. That'd be insane.
0: The tough part with the Olympics is you might get the gold medal match in the quarterfinals. That's what happened in 2016 with right, like Philip That's and true. Bruno Nelson. So a lot of it's just the luck of the draw. Seating, yeah. And so I'm really hoping that the bracket works out in a way... Actually, I hope the bracket works out exactly like this World Champs did, where you had... It worked out perfectly, where Anna Church and Duda were on one side, Kelly and Sarah were on the other side, Kristen and Taryn were on one side, and then the Aussies were in there as well. Right, Aussies, but I think yeah. And the, the Aussies had to beat Mel and Brandy to get in there. That was the 4-5. Yeah. So the World Champs bracket worked out perfect.
1: Who else? Um, Who else and you got, putting uh, in the- I
0: think, Dar- Dark Horse... Marta Menezzi and Valentina Guitardi. Whoa. Yeah, so Guitardi, uh She's getting better. She like swept the end of season awards. She got rookie, most improved, best server, nominated for best offensive player.
1: Whoa. <laughs> See, I didn't watch enough to know that. Dude, I was like.
0: She gets this. She cranks that like as a funny little float. That sort arms of thing. up there, yeah. Dude, she crank. It's like she's. Cocking back the 300 win mag. Just just rifle, dude. And she has the biggest. Like, Anna Patricia's got the biggest arm. Yeah. But Valentina's got this whip. It's like a DeFalco type swing. Uh, Yeah. It's crazy. Wild. That'd be my dark horse. And the Aussies, you can never count out the Aussies. Yeah. They they play when it matters. I want
1: to get Mel and Brandy on the podium. Yeah. Let's give them a medal.
0: Yeah. Yes, we got. I'm going to America. I I think AP Duda.
1: They're due. It's time for them to win,
0: especially because. They Tokyo. lost last year's World Tour Finals. They didn't win this year's World Tour Finals. They lost in the finals of World Champs. Like you can only keep and, them out of the po- uh, And like they an didn't out-
1: podium last Olympics. Yeah. and they were hot, right, going in, pretty well, hot. That was, it was due to Agatha. Oh, sorry, due to Agatha. And due to
0: Agatha, won more medals than any other than April and Alex and Pavin and Mel combined exactly. in the Tokyo Quad. Exactly. But they've just so had a to like, habit do. Yeah, of not playing well in the Olympics.
1: Huh.
0: so we'll see but we'll see. I, I think due to I think due to AP win gold Kristen Terran win silver <sighs> Kelly Sarah win bronze
1: I'm happy with that
0: kind of a, a little bit of a reversal of the podium reordering of the podium because they
1: Wars. got world champs you gotta give them okay. yeah but then again they well they both cashed in on world tier finals so it's a wash yeah also, they could, you know, they could buy us dinner or something. It's the least they can I do. Was Jeez. Up,
0: I was talking with Kristen Terran Taryn after, and Christian was like, man, it still doesn't feel real. It hasn't set in. I was like, bet it sets in with that $150,000 yeah. check. Give it about two <laughs> weeks.
1: Also, uh, plan for taxes. <laughs>
0: Make an escort, ladies. Oh, I want that. <laughs>
1: I want that so bad.
0: So there's our Paris 2024. My measly condition. bronze
1: medal I got back in the day.
0: Um, actually, Joe Mazur brings up an interesting question. When will the Russians be allowed to compete on the world tour again? Good point. And I don't know because y- yesterday, and this, yesterday in this context, we're recording this on the 11th, so December 10th, Russians are allowed to compete in the Olympics oh. under a neutral flag. Okay. So I don't know if they'll be allowed to compete on the world tour. There are technically enough events for them to get the requisite 12. I don't think that they could. I don't think they'd get in the points. but um, You don't it, think? It could shake things up. If
1: they if they got the events in, you don't think they would? they got
0: to make a lot of points happen. And they're going to come in with not a lot of entry points. Uh, I don't know what Volleyball World would do with the entry points. If they're just like, sorry. But if they
1: stayed in the Elite, let's just say they stay in the Elite 16, which you have to get fifths. You can get a ninth, but you have to. Yeah, they just have
0: to... no room for a bad tournament. Right. Like if you have two bad tournaments, you kind of like play. doing
1: what Adrian's doing. You're like he's just been staying in the elite sixteen, which yeah. I don't know if he's still in it now. But I
0: think he's still hanging.
1: I mean, he's gonna qualify just by hanging in there. Yeah, they could do that. They could, and they could easily go win one too because they got a little like, chip they're, on their shoulder. They're so good. They, their arms are fresh. <laughs> it looks like they've been training too, just on Instagram and stuff. Yeah. Like they got stuff to play not in. Playing snow volleyball. Yeah, he's been playing anything probably. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and if anything, that would be a hell of a wrinkle to throw in. It's like, yeah. instead of getting... Make the race a little harder. Instead of getting... Uh, I mean, I can't think of a team. Uh, say, uh, seidel Pristals. Mm-hmm. You get krasilnikov Stoyanovsky. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a whole different ballgame. For ball sure, game. yeah. <laughs> exactly. So they could be causing trouble just by being in the tournaments and beating teams. With yeah. like, damn, this road got a lot harder. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. So we don't know, Joe, but... Um, could see it sooner rather than later. Um, let's see. Hoveman. You get asked this question all the time. Are Cayman and try sticking together for the twenty twenty four season and still making an Olympic run.
1: Yes. Did I mean if you look at the points, like it's Yeah, I don't think people be silly to have really not. done
0: the math to know that you guys if you, like, win a bronze at an Elite 16, you would then jump both teams.
1: If we won one bronze? Yeah. And if we're they, that close?
0: If they take, like, a 13th and don't improve their points. and Because you, you guys are dumping some terrible finishes. So we're chasing miles. They're bottom. I didn't well.
1: know if it was one bronze would do it.
0: Yeah. I mean, a bronze is a lot I'll just ones. get a gold. Yeah. And you would jump, like, 600 points.
1: Huh. Sweet. <laughs> well, there you go. There's
0: just one good event.
1: No, yeah. I mean, you know, if we were out of the race, then you know we'd have to look at it whether it's a you know partner change or whatever needs to be done to play better but um i'm actually already really excited just about where our heads are at like what we've debriefed and like how much we've seen like by finally stepping back and like whoa like we were all over the place mm-hmm. for reasons that are because of us not because of us in our control out of our control and just like Whoa! Like we get to reset, but with all that knowledge, and also like um, going to people we trust and have a lot of uh, veteran advisors that are giving us some good knowledge. So I'm just excited to like go improve on what we've done. Yeah, I set the bar really high and uh, came up below it, and now I'm kind of setting the bar nowhere. Just see what happens. The bar's in my hand. And however high I jump and put that thing <laughs> is where it's going to go.
0: I like it. <laughs> so they're sticking together. Yeah. Uh, this is an interesting question. I like this one. Uh, Toby Node, what is the one thing all podium teams share besides the medals? And I talked about this a little on our uh, our R-rated Sandcast After Dark podcast with Hob and Dodd, but the more I watch the Elite 16s and – the World Tour Finals or Beach Pro Tour Finals and World Champs. The more I notice, all the top teams are the best defensive teams in the world.
1: Mm. Transition
0: and and they because to be the
1: best defensive, right?
0: Yeah, you look like Kristen and Taryn played some of the worst volleyball I've seen them play ever. Uh. A V P International, whatever, in the Beach Pro Tour Finals, and they made up for it because they're so hard to score on. Huh. And Kristen was hitting cut shots like this far out, and Taren was bombing balls out of bounds. And they, of course, because of Kristen and Taren, they were laughing. Where Taren was like, "Yeah, after our twentieth error, I turned around. and Was like, somehow we're still in this match. Right? And they, you can bail yourself out so much. Mm. And Sweden, if Helvig's having a rare off, like off day, well, you have the craziest defender in the world behind him. Yeah. Anders and Christian, m- nothing more needs to be said. Right. Nikolai Kotafava Woshiak-Brill, huh. on the women's side, you got Melon Brandy, Duda and Anna Patricia, yeah. Chang Hughes, the Australians, all the best Guitardi. defenses, yeah,
1: not necessarily the best side out teams, yeah, and it says a lot about Cam and I this year, because we were all over the place, like, even dialoguing about it now, we just weren't on the same page, mm-hmm. and I literally, I'm, I'm like, why, I just don't feel confident in my calls this year, because right. I just haven't figured out Cam being behind me, and he hasn't figured me out and now it put all that pressure on our side out and it's just like you're right like if we're just comfortable and in sync on defense and and just taking what we mean to be taking kind of thing then we can relax siding out and Mm -hmm. you know take chances
0: yeah because i look at, at you guys and you're a good side out team i thought you were a below average defensive team given yeah, the, for sure. The parts that you're bringing. To the we table. also didn't
1: transition when we did get digs. Right. It was like add all those together, and mm-hmm. you just don't even. And we still were close in a lot.
0: And you were still. That's what gives me hope for you guys. Is that I think that this year, talking with both you guys, went about as poorly as you could have. Yes. Expected it to right. if you were like, what's the worst a year could have looked like? I'd right. say probably this. Yeah. And you guys were still like you weren't even scratching the surface of how good you could be. Mm. And I think a lot of that's because your defense wasn't, it was just a little off. Yeah. Like you were doing a came was doing B came was doing C you were doing D. I think
1: came was like, cause he came onto my team. It was more like, yeah. you know, like my coach and my trainer. Mm-hmm. And, and he was like, okay, I'm doing whatever you guys want. But like, we kind of brought him in to be more of like bring his stuff in. And right, it's almost like he's being polite and like, you know, it's not probably not the right word, but like, it's well, like no, yeah, passive exactly. Yeah. And now we're like, oh, okay, like we're figuring it out. Yeah. But so I think anyway.
0: if you guys can find your defensive identity,
1: which my blocking is like my thing usually. Obviously, I'm undersized, mm-hmm. but like it should come back. Like I hope. Yeah. I can, like. yeah.
0: And I thought you. I mean, you had a lot of matches where you blocked well. When you, and you actually talked about this on the Sandcast After Dark is that you get that kind of white mamba mode when you're down and you get that sense of urgency yeah. and you're just trying to find how to unlock that sense of urgency from the start
1: yeah in an efficient way right not and not like, r- too risky right right because like sometimes you're like beast mode <laughs> right. but it, it. it might like <laughs> it might work and it might not like it's, <laughs> right. it's a coin flip you can't be doing Kenkins. that all the time <laughs> and then the cardio behind even right. even the way you got to train to to block full time at 35 i'm going to be 35 years old mm-hmm. versus when i was doing it last time i was full-time blocking was five years with trevor and two years off from sickness i was in my early 20s i was just like Jeez. crazy or mid-20s i think 26 27 is when i stopped playing with Haydn. so like i didn't really train to to have that cardio and like that efficiency so anyway
0: isn't it so crazy that we started this podcast you in your like mid to late 20s you're going to be 35 next year. That hit hard. What was I, <laughs> 28,
1: 29? 30. I know, when I just said that, I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be, oh, Jesus.
0: <laughs> we started this when you were playing with Hayden. I remember I
1: remember sick. when I heard about those 35-year-old guys, <laughs> which back then was like, oh, he's done in a Gone. year or two. Like, yeah. any year now, he's done. <laughs> but now Hayden pushed the bar so far, it's like, ah. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't even feel old. Yeah, and
0: then you got Pablo Herrera still winning events out there. He's Jeez. 41. Insane. I was looking at the other day, actually. He won his first event in 2004 when Miles Partain was three. And they're playing against each other. Wow. And David Almond was three as well. Holy crap. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? David Almond's that young? 21. They're both 21. 21-year-olds combined to win nine medals.
1: And they're not big. No, Small, I mean they're smaller. I mean, for Miles, a defender,
0: Miles is about my height. My uh, mine's a little shorter.
1: But how 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 big? Helvig?
0: How big's twenty two?
1: Okay, so same. And he's undersized.
0: Yeah. Well, by the yeah. time this comes out, Miles might turn twenty two.
1: But still, but yeah,
0: that's wild, ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll take these next two. Uh, I didn't I turn twenty.
1: One's... I didn't turn pro till I was twenty three, twenty four on the beach
0: okay crazy i made my first one when i was 28 <laughs> yeah uh from socialize what's the deal with world tour finals does it count for olympic points no uh it's just it's nothing uh, not a nothing it's a lot of prize money and it's sort of it's a money grab <clears throat> yeah it's a big big money tournament
1: and then it's like a prize for the yeah. end of the year like here now you get a bunch of cash.
0: Yeah, and you. so and that's his next question: Why so or her? I don't know. Socialize. Why so few teams in the World Tour Finals? So they're trying to make it this sort of exclusive, very very elite event, sort of like the PGA Tour's FedEx Cup playoffs. You earn your points throughout the year. the The top eight teams or nine teams, I guess, in points accumulated in finishes from the calendar year get automatic bids, and then there's a wild card for the host, which is why uh, Qatar will pretty much always. Get that bid into World Tour Finals. And then I think Tina and Anastasia, Samuel Love were the wild card for the women. And they had the best, worst tournament ever. They lost to Anna Patricia Duda in three. Lost to Cindy Tillman, Svenja Mueller in three. Beat Kelly and Sarah and lost to, oh, I forget the last team in their pool in three. You lose to three of the best teams in the world in three, beat Kelly, beat the world champs and don't break pool.
1: Yep, <laughs> It's so tough. Jeez. So
0: that's the deal with the World Tour Finals, or Beach Pro Tour Finals. Um. Switch gears. Got about twenty five minutes left. Uh, these are more kind of content based questions. Bet the Beach had a lot of good questions for us. Thoughts on alternative broadcasts and their current popularity, such as the Manning Cast.
1: I mean, I'm up to do it. I've mm-hmm. thought about it, and I think I think broadcasting actually has evolved. If you yep. listen to it, listen to, especially like basketball. They're really letting the guys like, oh, as we out. say in Hawaii, talk story, <laughs> and like these ex-coaches, like the Van Gundy's and mm-hmm. um, these guys, they're turning it into very conversational, and they're giving opinions and whatnot. And um, I think traditional broadcasting's easing into that. Not that it's sh- I I think there's like an art form evolving, mm-hmm. you know, where where it's not so traditional. Three-pointer that's good you know like yeah that traditional stuff um but for us i think we should do it <laughs> i'd I, love to do it it'd be
0: so fun if we um the big thing is the rights
1: yeah well whoever's uh broadcasting it would have to yeah be on board or like doing it yeah for us right what
0: i thought about doing when the avp was behind a paywall or if people didn't have a cable subscription to get ESPN. I thought about doing a live podcast, like a radio call of the finals.
1: cuz it's not I thought, thought of of it, it cuz
0: it wasn't yeah. I wouldn't be filming it. I'd either do like set up the cam so it's just me talking in the computer or just have no camera and just straight up live podcast, have people come on the YouTube chat yeah. and just chat there, ask questions, whatever. Huh. And so I don't know where the AVP is going to be distributed next year, but I think if that does happen, I would give that a go. We'll have or at least a
1: call-in call live from the sidelines. Yeah,
0: I think it'd be so fun. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and then if you get busted, we'll be like, nah, we were just joking. We weren't actually there. Right. We have no proof. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right. Yeah, so it's uh, it's fun. I love the Manning cast. I think it is so dang funny. I, I love it think that there is a space for both. What I love is that you can watch the Manning cast... But also, you have the traditional broadcast available. Yeah, you have the option if you want to joke around. And goof I like off both with the boys. Like go I'm, for I'm it. like fifty fifty right yeah. now. If you want Chris Collinsworth and whoever's with him and Trey Aikman, maybe you can go. If, if it's
1: with my them. team playing, I want the real mm-hmm. broadcast because I just want to focus on the game. But if it's like you know just a Monday night game, like I want Peyton. I want to learn something. I want to laugh. Yeah, and like still watch the game. Yeah,
0: like if I'm looking for a way to spice up Lions Bears. I'm going. With the, I'm going with the Mannings.
1: I wish I had the Mannings for for Vikings <laughs> Raiders this oh past weekend.
0: Um, I, I can guarantee you they were stoked they weren't on that game.
1: <laughs> if I didn't win money <laughs> so on tough. that game, it would it would would have ruined the rest of my day. Yeah, <laughs> like, having watched that at one point my head was on the table. <laughs> it was so
0: bad. And then the next question from Bet the Beach was: Could a wraparound style broadcast like the Red Zone work for beach tournaments? and i'm wondering
1: that's a good that's an interesting point
0: yeah so if you're running say you're it's a challenge and they're running six courts and whenever someone got into that 1817 the 35 point switch that's where it went to mm-hmm. but only if it were 1817 or 1916 i think
1: that'd be kind of cool you could go to a double box too you
0: could do the double box you know because if you got you and kamer against prist its 21 21 and then you got Anders and christian and and there, in with Stefan Bormans in New York to Groot, and it's like 1916. You're like, all oh, right, well, that's kind of close. Really good, volleyball. like this is 2121, double box. But
1: the and the announcer can kind of like fill you in on both, and like you're watching them both or yeah. whatever. But it and, works.
0: Yeah, and Volleyball World has a split screen a split screen option where you can watch like four. You're gonna I miss think. some stuff though, like the oh, NFL. Sure. You
1: miss stuff, and then they they bring, they bring it right back. Yeah. And show you the highlights right after
0: yeah i think it could work and and obviously now that we're sort of partnering with volleyball tv with the road to paris series not that we could do it live but just kind of I, what i want to do really bad is do like a kind of a highlight show just sort of a recap or mm. if you if you don't if you missed it whatever like here's all of your big bounce swings big blocks this right. is what happened here's your upset there's yeah. that here's your one and just give people a five-minute rundown of their tournament if they missed it. Yep. It could work. I think that volleyball TV get, like makes me hopeful because they've done a lot of cool things, mm. and they're innovating pretty fast. We've got some really fun news for y'all, and that is that Sandcast and Volleyball TV, or VBTV, whatever you want to call it, we are now partnered up. So the Road to Paris series that I record after every olympic qualifying event or every other that's now going to start featuring video highlights instead of just the still pictures we're going to have actual video highlights so it's going to be more like an actual volleyball highlight show so instead of just still pictures you're actually going to get to see what's going on on the field of action and in return we're going to start promoting volleyball tv and you get 20 percent off your volleyball tv subscription when you use the code sandcast20 now this is case sensitive so sandcast is all caps 20. And that's the numeral 20. So it's SANDCAST, all caps, 20. And you will get 20% off your VBTV subscription. Now, a lot of you guys who are listening to the show, you're beach volleyball super fans, And I absolutely love that. I love you. I love you for listening. I love you for subscribing to VBTV and watching. So if you already have your subscription, when it comes time to renew, you can use that code. Or you, you could honestly cancel and then renew with your 20% off if you wanted to. So again, SANDCAST20 all caps at Volleyball TV, that'll get you 20% off. So I'm stoked to be partnering with VB TV. It's just been such a sweet thing to have for the sport, to have like all the volleyball you could watch in one spot, or at least all the international volleyball you could watch in one spot. That's indoor, it's Italian league, it's even the Big Ten indoor. You get all of that 20% off with our code. So go and watch your beach volleyball today at Volleyball TV. This show is brought to you by Bartender in a Box. Yes, guys, we've been looking for an alcohol sponsor for a long time on this show, and now it's time to drink outside the box with Bartender in the Box, our new sponsor and the official margarita and official Mai Tai of the American Volleyball League and AVL on ION Sports. And for those on a volleyball player's budget, we got you. Sandcast and Bartender in a Box invites you – and 12 of your friends to enjoy just one box of their premium bar quality libations for around 20 bucks. That's right. 12 premium mixed cocktails out of just one tasty package, whether it's pregame or post-game, we got you covered. Celebrating that beach volleyball victory or styling sunset, or maybe you lost in the quarterfinals like you planned to, so you could drink your bartender in a box while everyone else still's playing, burning calories, all that stuff. Bartender in a Box is available in a growing number of flavors, stores, and markets where you shop, but if it's not on display, just ask for it, as it sells out quick. The libation experience and price are worth it. So shake your box today, have margarita. have Mai Tai, enjoy the show. Uh, Brody Schneider, more tour questions. When are the boys coming to Montana?
1: Montana, yeah. whenever. Love Big Whenever Brody. we can.
0: Yeah, actually, uh, I hit up uh, Libby today and i was like here's a good gap in the schedule where we could make it work so maybe maybe montana 24 in the summer could be kind of, a kind
1: of i would beer. love that Ho- i hope it works out. out there yeah i've always wanted to go to montana
0: so we're gonna try to make it work bro let's make it happen the sanchez family
1: you better be there Brody. <laughs> uh
0: emily oswald great question what will it take to get drew hamilton on the show most mysterious coach in all of beach volleyball. I always ask Kristen and Taryn. Yeah, he hasn't been on, huh? And um, she's like, it'll never happen. But Lee wants to have me in Louisiana in like February to do just a huge monster story on Kristen and Taryn. See if I can sneak Drew in. Or we'll just have like a hidden mic. Yeah, right, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: <laughs> just throw a little mic mic on him when he's not yep, working.
0: That's it. I love Drew. <clears throat> Uh, let's see. We me do a couple more. Off-season life and questions. Uh, this is relevant since we're all about to go into our off-season. I've been in mine since September. <laughs> Epic joy volleyball. Uh, can you provide some insight into AVP stars' off-season life? So, what's an off-season look like for you? Like, Hawaii, what is the next six weeks in
1: Hawaii. Hawaii. Look like? Uh, so I mean, as you, when you're in your twenties, you just go cold turkey and do nothing kind of thing and then as you get older i mean not everyone but for me um i don't really stop working out at this point um you know i went straight to the my trainers just two days a week other than that i'm pretty much off like little i'm trying to fix the body i'm not trying to like stop doing everything and then cause your body's just used to moving and I'm not trying to just stop and take a month off and then like start back, ramp up from zero again. Um, I don't think that's the best way to heal your body. And I'd rather just like do a good job right away and heal my body and then rest a little more in the middle of that uh, off season block and then ramp up from there. And then the ramp up's easy cause you're already in pretty good shape and whatnot. So I am just hitting it with my trainer. Um, you know, I, I, just for my mind like even if i'm not playing sport i'll do the sauna ice bath kind of stuff here and there um and then uh yeah fixing injuries still getting treatment um and then i'll go to hawaii and just stay active cross training so me being in the water is big i'll go surf a lot stand up paddling trevor stand up paddles a lot maybe he'll surf more this year because his shoulder's feeling better uh golf me and trev and taylor's and a lot of players are golfing in the off season. Yeah, they're just doing be outside. What
0: they think is golfing? They're they're out there. There's a few good golfers, and <laughs> I'm golfer. not one of them. <laughs> Travis
1: is the best, I would say, right?
0: Uh, I think, yeah, I w- I would bet. Who's on up myself. there with
1: Who's up there with you?
0: You know, see, so you got like sneaky guys like Tim Bombgren.
1: Well, he's he's sneaky, good, just yeah. all around sneaky. Yeah, if you give him a sneaky ball or Tim. bat
0: or a golf club, whatever, he'll be really good. I at could it. see him, but I would um smashing. I would bet on myself against
1: him. Yeah. Yeah, so collectively we're we're up there in terms of best. Collectively, we're the best yeah. podcast golfers. Easily. <laughs> Volleyball <laughs> podcast golfers in the world. <laughs> and my swing is very ugly. It's not. It's no Charles Barkley, but the T spine rotation. It work
0: there, you can catch some flush contact.
1: Yeah, I'm actually decent. I'm, my mid game is good. Yeah, like I'm very comfortable chipping up. But uh,
0: drive for show, putt for dough, baby. Driving it's, it's not amazing. It's all hundred yards and in.
1: Putting um a little hot and cold. <laughs> but yeah, um cross train, take care of the body. That's that's like me not working, is like just cross train, take care of the body, still at the gym. Yeah. And then we'll ramp up, uh start off with like getting the cardio back a bit, just touching the ball, real fundamental touches, and then camera's gonna come out to Hawaii and we'll get more fundamental team touches and then we'll start getting intricate and like i said we've already had a few team meetings now while the, everything's fresh so we have that information and we know where to start from generally we're trying to hire a coach I'm trying to talk travis into coaching me <laughs> it could happen guys it's sounds like you know
0: we got things i got, to a, march, g- people. I
1: got a good uh i don't know pitch i guess <laughs> 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 we'll see
0: That's it's funny because that does lead to a couple other questions. Uh, Aaron Lerner Try's plans for a partner. Can he scoop up Travis? Followed up by Kenwood. When does Try realize that Came isn't the answer for him, but Travis might be? Oh my god!
1: (laughs) You you did pick that question on purpose, right? (laughs) Travs. These uh... are my burner accounts. Yeah, 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 exactly. (laughs) I believe you.
0: So it could be happening, but just in a different uh, form. Of email. You know,
1: travis hasn't uh, hasn't quite got the mileage on the world tour, but you know, hey, show me what you got. <laughs> and uh, like I said, I'm trying to bring him on the world tour. Exactly. So we're on the same <laughs> page, people.
0: <laughs> uh, Matt Buffum kind of followed up. What are each of your goals for the off season? It's kind of similar. Like my off season looks pretty similar to yours a lot of active stuff just not volley yeah uh yeah
1: I, i'm not a volleyer like k marty goes out and i think he's with theo and like they have a little group and they well, love we just playing no jump tour oh so you do touch of volleyball
0: it's literally on volleyball life the john Masco no jump tour yeah it's so amazing. you
1: guys are on the on that like yeah. i'm a no volley guy like real no volley yeah so i'll do that i'll play on the daddy though because i got to give back daddy hayne yeah the daddy hayne format
0: for me I, when is that
1: usually January. i haven't heard it should be in like a week or two okay which that's tough maybe that's not happening that's a tough timeline. <laughs> <laughs> i should probably touch base <laughs> but that that i feel like that tournament kind of raised me a little bit so i got to give back to those young yeah. players
0: yeah but mine my, my lifting changes which you guys will have heard a little bit from our previous podcast with nathan michaels but we, i go real heavy again mm. And then I'll slowly start to go heavy and get strong and then start to move medium weight faster with mm-hmm. contrast sets. And then as the season goes, it's lighter and faster and lighter and faster. Yeah. Um, and then I just, I read a ton in the off season.
1: some reason, I just stopped reading and it's been really hard. Although I was reading Gervais' book today. Nice. We got a little sneak peek. Yeah. Um, I really want to get back into reading. I feel like I'm in a good mental state when I'm reading, but I broke the habit.
0: Dude, audiobooks. I think audiobooks are going to be my new thing on long flights and drives because I did that my drive to my elk
1: hunt. Podcasting is basically <coughs> that. Like you have people it, um, with like high knowledge. Yeah. Saying it in a entertaining way.
0: Oh, like your podcasting is like because most of the time the podcasts are with authors who just wrote a book and are talking about right. it. Right. So you get that. You get the bites. You get the nuggets. Yeah, yeah. You get the nuggets. But man, dude, that Elon Musk audiobook, I could not. I didn't want to get out of the car and the drive was 16 hours. I'd be at a rest. I'd be like, dude, I've got to keep listening to <laughs> this. And we're about to drive to Yosemite. So I told Delaney, I was like, we got to get an audiobook because yeah. That was great. Yeah. So a lot of reading for me and a lot of just moving heavy stuff. We'll do two more questions. My boy Tyler Kirsch, who taught me how to hunt, which host is Travis bringing to his elk hunt next year? Can you do the cold?
1: What temperature? Does it have to be freezing cold? So
0: this year was for an elk hunt, yes, because this year was warm, was too warm, and it got down to six.
1: It was too warm.
0: Yeah, yeah, the elk was <clears> cold <throat> enough to come down the mountain.
1: I'm out, <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> I really want to go.
0: Have <laughs> the San Diego girl. I'm
1: sorry, bro. I'm <laughs> legitimately not. I'm the double wearing double wetsuits out here, and and my feet are still going numb to the point where I have to go in, because it's dangerous because i can't feel a board and i'm like slipping and like yeah it's just i just can't do that
0: the once uh sleeping can be tough if you sleep through and you don't put another fire on and don't put another log on the fire i like fire that's tough and then um i
1: like love camping you but
0: stop walking and you just have to sit in a spot for two or three hours and your sweat starts to freeze i legitimately basement, have
1: for tough. my autoimmune i have raynauds like my hands are cold right now they turn purple. like this is bad it's blood it's crazy flow. surfing with you it's like really That's gnarly like legit purple. my feet and hands are cold right now and i'm not cold so yeah sorry bud
0: yes maybe saf or maybe it's just me and you again ty
1: well let's go hunt something warm
0: spearfishing hawaii i'm in let's do it let's go I'm, i'll probably
1: come I'm out <laughs> i'm okay. going yeah. i'm going tomorrow <laughs> and i do have buddies who can take us sim boogie can take us <laughs> come there's on. a few others as well yep <laughs>
0: last question mr quintus proudest moment saddest moment funniest moment of 2023
1: uh okay doesn't
0: have to be on the court i think we're gonna expand that on and off the court
1: proudest moment nothing's coming to mind but when you're a parent like volleyballs just can't compare in terms of like proudness like just seeing your kid grow up like for me swimming like she like finally like got the courage up to swim and like Mm -hmm. she wants to do everything like on her own account so i guess that like my girl's swimming and right before i take her back to hawaii so now she can really enjoy the ocean yeah not just like run around awesome yeah
0: also probably a new level of terrifying for a parent once your kid Mm. starts getting in the water
1: not for me that's good but yeah you gotta watch them (laughs) for sure (laughs) Yeah. yeah i don't know you never know with nature, so I'll knock on what you know, you, sure. n- you can never turn your back on Mother Nature. The
0: proudest moments nice. Proudest, uh saddest and funniest.
1: Saddest? I had a few sad ones and it's like right when I lost like probably world champs. Like losing that last match, like Yeah. That just happened. And I didn't know the, what the point stuff was, like basically like not knowing, like, did I just throw away the whole yeah olympic thing like i don't know i don't pay attention to points because they don't matter like go out and win um and then i was like pretty sad (laughs) right just like mind blown um and then what's the other one funniest funniest might have been the other night at the podcast i can't tell you about (laughs) maybe soon we can though
0: oh man we're saving uh we
1: have it recorded
0: that's like staying in the bank and
1: it's bts yeah. well there's good stuff on the pod and then there's good stuff bts yeah and it's film so it, but we're, we're kind of teasing you with it but it's pretty it got, good it Got it out of control <laughs> it's pretty good <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh man yeah so sandcast after dark that is probably also my funniest proudest um i mean having a kid mm. but that i didn't do anything so i'm more proud of delaney right You're no, proud. no epidural like Oof. that nine and a half pound kid she's like a hammer ass. yeah oh. so d definitely gets my proudest yeah. moment um although i don't i also don't want to leave out um qualifying with jd
1: oh yeah yeah yeah. because having a kid that's, drawing, that's, that's on, a given yeah yeah, yeah you gotta exactly. throw that
0: out right qualifying with jd because i was telling you this when we were recording uh, stuff with wilson the other day that you know, me and jd played our first qualifier together and we played our first open tournament together we drove all the way down to coco beach overnight got like two hours of sleep yeah. barbecued yeah got quick lunch at like applebee's or whatever yeah. drive like idiots yeah you're awful <laughs> and then i go out here end up qualifying a couple times jd plays in every qualifier in the sun he lived on a boat he like road dogged it with christian Honer, and was just like last round lose, last round yeah. lose, last round lose. and then we go to virginia and then we get into that last round of the qualifier. And we're going to three with Jake Urti and Ian Satterfield. And I'm like, I have all the pressure on me. Like, I felt like it was on me because I'm like, like I want this for JD so bad. And he just right. like, puts his arm around me. He's like, dude, like this is so fun. Yeah. Thanks for coming out and being with me. It was like the best friend thing to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. We go out and win. And there's just nothing... Like you never want to be in a qualifier. You always want to be straight into the main draw. Yeah. But there's nothing in the sport like winning, like a winning a qualifier and qualifying, especially for your first one, and especially for JD, who had been trying for nine years. Yeah. And it's your or boy. Seven or eight. And years.
1: you get to come play it on your home yeah. sand, like in front of your house. Yeah.
0: So we did that, and then pretended to care about our next match. Lost. <laughs> yeah. And then we come out here, and I think that I'm actually more proud of how we did in Hermosa virginia
1: you you played loose but serious and like all in not yeah. not like that's a something i think people don't when i watch certain players i see them being like well i don't want to be mr serious i'm gonna i'm supposed to enjoy this and have fun with my career it's like yeah but the whole point is to like go through ride the highs and lows you're trying to avoid the lows right and that's just not what that's not what sports is right like
0: and that was that was actually kind of what happened in Hermosa. So we we go to Hermosa, and we we have no expectations mm. from anyone. Every fan out there For sure. had to have been thinking we were gonna lose twenty one ten, twenty one ten in both matches. And so we do lose twenty one ten to the Taylors. Uh-huh. And JD is like, bro, what Taylor crowd just did to me? No one has ever done like <laughs> he was here, then he was there, then he like he was just. He was going through an existential crisis, and so we're going the next day, and I'm like, "All right, let's make this respectable against Dave and Rafu." Yeah. Then we beat Dave and Rafu, mm-hmm. and so now it's like mission is way more than accomplished. Yeah, like we're getting a top ten. We just got JD a main draw win against a team that had taken a third in the last. You could event. easily settle, be like, "Yeah,
1: play this last one out. And we get to go drink. We win."
0: Yeah, and everyone's like, "Oh, Jason Bill, like they're they were balling. Yeah, like almost, they almost beat us, you guys yeah. and beat Phil and Avery." hmm and everyone's like good job like take some pictures and enjoy yeah the moment. and then we beat them <laughs> Yep. and it was like it was the that win a bunch of people came up to me after and said that's the greatest win of your career and it's easily one of the most memorable mm. because it was just like no expectations the crowd was awesome they were playing awesome volleyball JD was crying like we had our wives <laughs> were both there our yeah. kids were both there my sister-in-law was there it was just like the greatest my favorite volleyball memory of all time yeah, was that tournament. Yeah. So that's my proudest of 23. Love it. So on the heels of that, nothing sad. <laughs> Sorry, nothing sad. All good things, baby.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's the other thing is like, you expect the sad moments. like right. the down. I almost feel like my saddest moment of being in that low and like, I mean, I put so much pressure on myself with what I did at the beginning of the year and mm-hmm. the whole thing, but like how you handle that low is what your proudest moment is right. and eventually it pays off into being your best moment mm-hmm. usually so those are all they're all one and the same right Cause happy think of, sad and proud think of how proud sad
0: moments led up to jd's best moment exactly and the reason that that best was so high is because it was preceded by eight years of low
1: don't dodge the lows because you're dodging your highs if if you don't if you don't like, accept them
0: i like that a lot yeah there we go that's a good one that might be the 2023 quote of the year
1: let's go (laughs) i snuck in right at (laughs) the end everyone else (laughs) dropped theirs too early
0: yeah well we are timing this almost perfectly at an hour so try love it any final thoughts in
1: 2023 man um it was a tough year and it was awesome it's like doing what i love to do Mm -hmm. by the end of the year it's like so hard but by the end of the year i was like i went to paris i got to see new countries this year which is rare for me and because i was losing like we always say (laughs) that means you get to see i lost i went in the eiffel tower i ran through the louvre a little bit yeah ate some french onion soup on the corner there you go uh thailand i experienced that and uh, a few other things and I'm going to look back on it as like you know seeing those experiences you know mm-hmm. um, so yeah I mean it's a good year Yeah, a bad year is a good year because you get to use it you got fuel
0: one of my favorite uh, saying from Katie Spieler keep your highs high and keep your lows high mm. you kept your lows pretty high it was hard after I guess hard.
1: yeah I mean I rode those lows trust me you rode them yeah. I went to That's the important. Louvre pissed off I went to the <laughs> But, like, you know what pisses me off? Losing and then convincing myself I don't care Mm -hmm. and then getting over it before I'm ready to be over it. Yeah. Like, give me my whatever, however long it takes. And I'm not talking days. But um, give me my hour or two, whatever it takes. Let me internalize it, and then we move on.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right on. Love it. Well, enjoy Hawaii. Thank you, brother. I'll probably see you out there
1: come meet me <laughs> let's go
0: let's go I've been surfing let's out here the too water. long I need to get in some warm water with if I don't
1: get you better waves then <laughs> you can cancel me as a friend
0: alright everyone Merry Christmas uh, I think we'll have one more episode of this so Happy New Year after that one but have the best Christmas enjoy this 2023 season onward and upward we go
1: yeah let's go people toots toots